Hello and welcome back to the Magic Kathy Show. If you are someone who constantly desires to achieve something, to build a new life, to just get your desires in general, then this episode is definitely for you because I know how painful it can be to desire something all the time. If it's a relationship, if it's a career, if it's, you know, friends, if it's money, whatever it is, we want to talk about where these desires come from and how you can work with them and use them for your advantage no matter if you achieve them or not because there's a, such an important lesson behind your desires and that's something that I just recently realized um, working with astrology obviously but also working with my own desires and that's what we want to talk about today. Before we go to the bottom of that I want to explain it to you in the context of astrology obviously because the planet of desire I guess and the archetype of desire is in astrology Scorpio and when you look at Scorpio and the ruling planet of Scorpio being Pluto Pluto in itself represents in the birth chart when you look at uh, it from the viewpoint of evolutionary astrology Pluto in your birth chart represents the soul and the only reason why you are here in this life and why you are alive on earth is because your soul had a desire to come here for a really specific reason, right? Your soul had a desire to come here. When you look at Pluto as the soul, the desire for you to come here was Pluto. And Pluto being the planet of transformation, death and rebirth, it means that the desire was for you to transform something really significant in this life, right? To learn to, to, to literally die and be reborn, to transform and transcend again. That's the essence of Pluto in your birth chart, which, you know, a lot of people are scared of Pluto because it obviously takes things away from you and disrupts things, but all, only in order to be rebuilt and reborn again, to really, you know, rise as the phoenix, phoenix from the ashes. That's Pluto in your birth chart. And when you look at that, it's no wonder that life is a struggle, that life is a constant death and rebirth process of evolving and growing, right? That's actually the intention for your soul to come here in the first place. And I don't say that to scare you in any way. It doesn't mean that you will never be, you know, experiencing joy or fulfillment or happiness at all. That's not true. But it literally just indicates that the essence of a desire will always be there you will always have desires that you are not able to have that's literally the only way for you to grow and evolve and when you look at it like that and obviously when you look at your life in hindsight you will realize that you always had specific desires and these desires pushed you into a certain direction right they pushed you into a certain direction so you could ultimately have these desires or get there where the get to the point where the desires are fulfilled or you meet them and whatever and then you have them and you realize that the point of fulfillment is actually not coming because the point you meet a certain desires there is a new desire right it's never ending it's a never ending cycle and isn't it really really interesting to observe yourself like that that you always have these new desires that push you forward and it's it's never ending and when you look at the word desire and where it comes from it it makes a lot of sense because the word desire is actually a latin word and the translation of it means from source so 
knowing that means that every desire is literally, you can see it like that, imprinted or downloaded from source. So it's, so it's literally something that you download from source for your own growing process or growth process for your own evolving process. And I say many, many times that every desire is just a reflection of your potential. And I definitely believe that. But the question is if it, the potential is actually getting the desire or if the potential is actually you in the process, your involvement, I guess, and your growing process in the process of getting to the desire, no matter if you arrive there or not, it's literally the transformation that happens in between, if that makes sense. And I think you can even meditate on that or just reflect on that and just observe yourself and what happened for you in the process of getting to a certain desire in your life. I think it's a really, really interesting thing to realize because one thing that every desire has in common is that it's external, that it's outside of yourself. And every desire is this illusion of when you get it, you will be fulfilled, meaning that you are not fulfilled. There's something missing inside of you and you try to fill up this void inside of you with, the de with meeting the desire, whatever it is. And I guess the most prominent thing um, always are is happening in relationships, right? When you put people on a pedestal and you fall in love and you feel like you need this person and then you literally can take the time to observe yourself like what is this person representing externally or like outside of myself that I feel like I don't have inside of me, right? What is this person representing outside of myself that I feel like I'm not having inside of myself? And when you can observe that, it's just a matter of being and embodying that part of yourself that you feel like only the other person can bring into your life. So let's say you see someone and you admire them for their creativity and um, you know, that person is painting or whatever. And maybe it's just that you would desire to paint again and to be really creative. Maybe that's just a part that you denied or rejected in childhood because someone told you that you are not creative or that whatever you create is not good enough. Maybe that's the thing. So it's always a matter of observing what these desire actually represent. If it's actually you getting these desire externally or if it's actually you seeing that this desire is just a reflection of what you could integrate inside of you, what needs to be reactivated inside of you. And then automatically this desire is not there anymore. That's something you will realize. Because once you are able to be the desire, the embodiment of your desire inside of yourself, you have the power over your life and you don't need to look externally. That's something I realized and that gives me so much chills because for so many years and, you know, literally for so many years, especially in my teens and early 20s, I always was seeking for something externally to fulfill me, to make me good enough to, um, I guess, you know, fill the void inside of me, as I said before. And I know that so many people walk into like walk around in this world and they live like that. and. The thing is that we just have to realize what desires are all about. They're not there to punish us. They are actually part of our growing process. It's just a question of, 
do we need to arrive at the desire and then have to realize that it's not the desire that we were looking for it's actually you know meeting ourselves at some point it, it, it was never the desire externally it, it's this desire inside of yourself to integrate that part of yourself that you feel like you need from the outside and you see that with a lot of people who become successful let's say who get a lot of money and then they realize it was never the money it was never the money that made them feel rich inside you know you you can't buy that it's, it's not possible and you know some people fall into depression then because they don't realize that the thing that they were seeking all of the time was just an illusion it, it was never you can't fill the void inside of you with something external that's so important to understand but then it's also un important to understand that this desire that you have is not there to again to to you know punish you in any way it's actually a sign from the universe that will tell you that you are missing something something inside of you so It doesn't mean that you will never, uh, that you should completely, you know, go without desires. That's not true, but it's, it's a natural process that at some point you realize that, yeah, you, you are just able to realize that you have desires, but you don't feel this neediness towards them, if that makes sense. So it's not like your life depends on them, you know, that's something that I realized Because the more you can give that to yourself and, you know, it, it, it's such a quirky freaking quote. And uh, I've heard that when it comes to partnerships so many times and it drove me freaking crazy because how can you give love to yourself? I, I didn't understand it for the longest time. Now I actually do. Now I actually do because it starts inside of you. It, it does. Nothing externally will ever make you happy. And it's just your perception about the whole thing and again your birth chart can give you so much insight like even the fact that you know your whole life is a freaking desire desire from your soul to transform and it's only natural then that you will feel a lot more pain if you have resistance towards the transformation because the whole reason for you being here is the transformation so just imagine It's, it's like you working against your soul's intention to come here if you are stuck in your comfort zone. That's, that's the thing. Because you came here, um, Pluto being the soul in your birth chart, to go through a freaking massive transformation to completely change your life. To go from the south node to the north node, from your comfort zone to completely the opposite side, right? And Pluto helps you to do that. And obviously a lot of other um, elements in your chart as well. But the people that remain stuck in their south node i mean just give me one person that is happy <laughs> no one right and then show me so many people who took you know this the step outside of their comfort zone traveling towards their north node all pretty much all of them are happy then they are more courageous they love themselves they are proud of themselves like all the things that we all desire but because the soul came here with an intention of a radical transformation, a death and a rebirth, right? A death of the old self, the old patterns, the south, the south node, literally, the, the comfort zone, that, that all of that has to die so we can move forward, so we can transform, right? And that's the desire of your soul. And you have to work with that desire and to see it as your, again, your manual and your road, your roadmap for this life. And I feel like that's a lot of, uh, that's a thing that a lot of people don't see. Obviously, we are not taught 
um, to see desires like that. We just think that we need them because we feel them and we take them so literally. And then it's a matter of stepping outside of ourselves almost, observing ourselves and observing our life in hindsight and realizing that every desire you were able to achieve was still not fulfilling you. So why is that? You know, always question, always ask. Ask yourself why. Doesn't it like seem weird that you have these desires and you know, you, you almost your mind tries to trick you to tell you that you need that in order to feel good, to feel complete, to feel whatever. But every time you experienced arriving there, this like, like the destiny never arrived. And I guess that's also something maybe that even my eating disorder told me or helped me to see that, you know, losing weight, it, it, it's never that you arrive at a certain point and you are happy. That's an illusion. So it's actually something inside of you that has to shift and has to change. And that's something that I want um, to bring across in this episode and also explaining to you the archetype of Pluto and how that's connected even with your desires. And the Pluto area in your chart will be really, you know, an indicator of what your soul wants to work through, what the pattern is, what a radical, what kind of radical transformation you have to make in this life. Um, if it's the first house, so it will be a freaking radical, radical transformation of your own self-image and how you see yourself. The old you has to freaking die and you have to grow into a completely new person. All of that, you know, if it's like the 10th house, then probably your career path, you have to completely change that. Complete deaths and rebirths and, you know, probably a lot of challenges along the way, all of that. Um, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of a lot of placements that you can explore. And then it also it's also a matter of, you know, obviously the zodiac sign Pluto is in and that's a generational theme. And then the house placement will be a really, really personal theme for you because Pluto in your house is really special to you. And yeah, that's that's so interesting to explore, especially if you see Pluto, not just as an outer planet in your birth chart, because most of the time we pay so much attention to the inner planets, the personal planets like the sun, the moon, the obviously, you know, Mars and Venus and all of that. But Pluto is your soul. Pluto is your soul. You wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Pluto. And again, that's something that evolutionary astrology is, talks a lot about. It's actually based on Pluto being the soul. And the Ascendant is also a big part of that because the Ascendant is something we have to grow through as well. But yeah, it's, it's so fascinating to explore that and to really observe your desires and where your desires actually let you to go towards. And your desires are signs from the universe to transform, to, to help you transform. Because the universe knows how desperately you want to go towards your desires right but then it's almost the process of evolving through going towards your desires and not really yeah the desire in itself and maybe you've heard the quote before you know it's it's the journey is the way it's not 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 like the end goal and that's true the goal is the journey and not the goal and the desire is not the goal it's, it's the journey towards your desire and I guess even that is, is part of life. It's, it's an analogy for life itself. But once you realize that these desires that you're seeking externally, and I know I repeat myself, but I really want you to get that. It's not a desire that you're seeking externally. It's something inside of you that wants to be reactivated, wants to 
have attention again, wants to be reintegrated. And every desire that you have is just a reflection of something that is actually inside of you. Actually, it's, it's not external, it's inside of you already. It's just a matter of making it conscious again. It's deep down in your subconscious and it wants to be reignited again. It wants to be reintegrated, wants to be felt and seen and experienced again. And that's probably the death and rebirth process because sometimes we have to let go of certain things in order to be able to reactivate certain parts inside of ourselves. And that's also part of Pluto's um, journey and evolution. And I just wanted to share that with you because it's something that really helped me, I guess, find peace inside of myself and also to connect to my to the deepest inner parts of myself in the last couple of weeks, actually, because I realized, you know, even with attraction to certain people, uh, p putting people on pedestals, it's not about them. It's never about them. It's always about you. Always. So watch out for your desires and what they are trying to tell you about yourself and what needs to be integrated at that exact moment because these desires that you have they come to you at the right time and at the time they arrive it's the right time for you to reactivate them that's what I want to say that's the timing of the universe and I pray that you activate all of your desires in 2020 and that you activate them inside of you and that you don't need anything external to activate them. And definitely study Pluto in your birth chart. It's, it's mind-blowing to see what kind of attention you had in this life and why you came here. Obviously, the whole purpose of looking at your birth chart is, you know, understanding your soul's intention, understanding your psyche and understanding more about you and your inner world because that's like coming home and trust me every reading that I have it's it's literally a confirmation for you because deep down inside you know everything that I will tell you you just want approval to finally express who you really are that's all we seek and it's it's mind-blowing it's not that I tell you some freaking weird freaking secret that you've never heard before maybe I can connect a couple of dots for you in your birth chart maybe I can make it a lot clearer for you where certain things and themes come from and that they all have a specific pattern maybe that but deep down inside you already know what you you and your in intuition wants you to do but you don't allow yourself to do it and sometimes we need that in that approval you know we need that so we can have confidence um to what stepping into that unknown territory that you know we all fear We would all rather stay at our South Node comfort zone, right? But again, your soul, Pluto, came here to transform and to say goodbye to that comfort zone because no person in this freaking universe was ever happy because he or she stayed in the comfort zone. Never. So take that, work with Pluto and your desires and step in your magic. Mm -hmm.